All right, welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and bear with me. It is spring break. Here we go. Better to be done than perfect. This is the theme of today's podcast because there have been too many not perfect podcasts that did not get published in the past few weeks. So today I'm going to talk about fitness, nutrition, life. I think that's it. Yeah. Fitness, nutrition, life. Fitness. Number one, fitness. As you know, for the past seven months, I have been doing crazy workouts. And I call them that because they were very intense for me. Um, You know, those like battle rope videos and kettlebells swinging and overhead pressing and throwing wall balls and wall sits and running and jump roping. See, none of this really sounds that extreme to me now. But (laughs) when I first started it, It was very extreme for me. It was exhausting and it was horrible. And I couldn't do more than four push-ups on my knees. And now I can do 30 push-ups on my toes. And when I realize how far I have come with my fitness, it's both empowering and also a little bit scary. Because the fitness program has been shut down at the gym. And now I have to take care of it myself. There's a really big part of me that wants to figure out how I can afford CrossFit because then I could just show up somewhere and have somebody tell me what to do and let it be a crazy workout. But the reality is that's not going to happen. I'm paying off debt right now and I just don't have wiggle room extra money really. So I have to figure out between what I already have at my disposal and what I know, how I'm going to create basically my own program. I I know that the accountability of showing up in person is why I've had so much success. So it's a little bit scary to be on my own. I'm a little bit of a baby about it, and I'm not going to lie. I just feel like... It was so nice to just show up, work my ass off, and go home. But I didn't ever have to do the deep work to push myself in a big way. Like, I had to push myself in that workout. How am I going to be better in this workout today than I was yesterday was how I had to push myself before. Now, I have to push myself of how am I going to get myself to work out? I have to kind of face different demons now. Because it's just me. (laughs) It's doable. And I will, I'm spending some time today to figure out what the plan is basically. Between yoga practice and everything else, I'm just going to figure it out. My goal for this year is to work on my performance. I wanted to add yoga and like animal flow work And a lot of like body strengthening stuff because I knew that that would build my jiu-jitsu strength as well. So I'm just continuing on with that. As for food, I was counting macros for months. And I loved it because it gave me control of the situation. Like I had numbers to hit for the day and I was good. The downside for that for me was that... I needed to not be in control. 
Not that I wanted that for myself, but I needed it for myself because I'm really good at controlling everything I touch. And it's an illusion. I don't want to be a person who travels around with a bag of food just in case I need to eat. And don't get me wrong. I do want to be able to cut weight for a competition. I do want to be able to shape up for a special occasion or something like that. I want to know that I have that card in my deck. But I don't want it to be my regular life. My regular life, I want to be about connection. I want to be about sitting down and eating breakfast with my family, having pancakes, and not thinking about it twice. I want it to be about having food in the house that makes me feel like I baked love into it and not eating an entire pan of lemon squares while my family sleeps. I want to be able to just be. And I recognize that for me, part of the recovery is going to not be able to calm the the food chatter in my brain, but I'm finding that as I let go of more and more control around food, the happier I am, the more connected I am with people in my life. As much as I've been showing up or rather not showing up in my friendships and in my relationships, I am seeing a huge turnaround with a healthy relationship with food. I'm not preoccupied with thinking of food anymore. I'm just connecting with a person And it makes my time more valuable. It makes my friendships a bigger priority. So fitness, food. I guess the big thing with food is that I'm just slowing down. I slow down when I eat. I put my fork down in between bites. I drink water. I talk to the people that I'm eating with. If I'm eating by myself, I do not sit in front of the TV while I eat. I sit at the kitchen table And I may have a book out, but that's as much of a distraction as I'm going to have. So getting intentional about my time and connecting to what I'm actually doing has been a big part of that. So fitness is a little bit up in the air, but working on it. Food is going really well. Life. Life is good. I'm listening to new Mel Robbins book and the current interview that she just did was with a woman who was a chameleon who, AKA a liar would change herself to better suit the mood of those around her, which I found very familiar. The interesting thing about that is when you're a people pleaser, a chameleon, a codependent, you Once you see it and you move past it and you recognize it, you can't go back. I'm finding myself in this uncharted territory in my life where before I might have started to see a place for change, but then I would always take the easy way out instead. And it never led to lasting results in life. And these days, when I see a challenge, I use that skydiving phrase every flippin' time. I guess I'm doing this now, and I go do the hard thing. 
I'm also coming to terms with the fact that the time and space and growth that has happened in the past year, I still can credit so much to jujitsu. When I showed up at jujitsu, I didn't know how to have boundaries. I didn't know how to have a healthy relationship. I didn't know who I was or how to trust myself. The year leading up to jujitsu was the year of no, where I said no to everything because I had no idea who I was or what I wanted. Last year, I had to get really honest with myself and face myself on the mat. I was massively overweight. I could barely move my body. I was embarrassed to show up. I hated putting on my gi. I hated no gi day even more because I just felt like I wanted to hide. And as I started to lose weight, and as I started to improve in my skill, and as I started to gain my fitness, I started to see myself and accept myself. And not just like in the I'm enough way, but in like the I'm pretty freaking amazing way. And not in a conceited way, but like I also recognize that everyone around me in my life is amazing. Being filled with this like love and compassion for yourself gives you so much more for others. And I am starting to believe those people who are like, you're such a cool person. And before I would like look behind me, like, who are you talking to? (laughs) And now I'm kind of like, you know what? You're such a cool person. You make me better. This past year of jujitsu and fitness and weight loss and everything else was full of a lot of trials and ups and downs. But as I'm listening to this new book and I'm hearing people talk about where they're at in their life and where they want to go, and I'm realizing that that was me a year ago. I'm realizing that I'm becoming one of the people who's on the other side of the conversation now. And the only thing I want to do with that information is use it to empower those in my life to keep stepping it up. It's like I couldn't recognize that I was taking the easy way out constantly until I stopped doing it. Until I started getting a little more brave in my life. And now, when I see others being timid or looking for the easy way, it's just... All I can do is wrap them up in empowerment and send them on their way again. I think that becoming a yoga teacher is going to be the first step on something else. I think I'm on a journey that I didn't anticipate being on, but it's really exciting that this is part of it. Getting in touch with this side of myself and also having that like fierceness of the jujitsu side, like going in and full on attacking another human being in the morning (laughs) and then having like a peaceful meditation yoga session. It feels like I'm feeding 
all the parts of myself finally. And I think for a long time, part of that people pleasing was that I really wanted to be seen as a nice person. And I'm not. I Parts of me are nice. I would say I'm a generally a kind human being and I might be reasonably humble, but there's also a lot of viciousness and a lot of fierce buried in there that I didn't know how to have in my life at the same time. One of the uh, things that I've been doing for myself is that I listen to music to get my mindset right. I use music all the time for my own therapy reasons, but when I arrive home, like before I face my kids, before I get really intentional now and I'll like turn on a song that like gets me in the mood that I want to be in before I go after the thing in my life. And I've been doing it with competition with jujitsu and it really started to wash over into other areas of my life that I was like, if I was feeling nervous, then I would put on something that kind of got me excited. And I would put that on and I'd get in the mood and I'd go face the thing. And I think that when you let go of the people pleasing and you learn how to have boundaries and you start to just get comfortable with you, new opportunities will come your way. I think a lot of opportunities are about to come my way and it's really exciting and I'm watching these amazing people in my life and watching all these cool things and I just see so much potential for them and my only hope and prayer and point of today's podcast is to share the message that I hope you do the fucking hard work. And I'm sorry for the F-bomb because I know my mom is listening to this, but I did the easy thing for too long. Listen to some David Goggins, (laughs) whatever you have to do to start figuring out how to get into that mode and work hard for something that matters to you and let go of the end result. Because as much as you might want this specific result, you're probably not going to get it. You're probably going to get something way better. But you might have to fail four times first. And I don't know how you make that shift, how you get that mindset that lets you keep working hard through failure. I would definitely recommend Mel Robbins because I always do, but... Learning how to have that mindset gives you freedom. Mm 